I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Hello, my fellow GDP Yoga Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time where I am and uh, wherever you might be in the world. I'm not going to do the math for you, but I'm sure you can punch it in the calculator and figure it out. It's another episode of GDP Radio at ddpradio.com. Really excited for tonight's show. Um, and uh, it's, it's, for me, it's kind of cool because we've had this new crew here on the show for a few weeks now, and we've been lucky to have some amazing guests. But now it's time where we can actually get to know the crew and have some good conversation between the three of us. And uh, really excited to uh, get this thing rolling. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in the Robin Sparkles of DDP Radio. Uh, She's my favorite Canadian. Uh, Crystal, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Uh, I, I cannot complain. Um, it's, it's it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful evening. Uh, and uh, we're excited for the show tonight. And uh, we're we equally sure excited yeah, to bring on, I'm going to say he's probably GDP Yoga uh, royalty. And you can't have a royal uh, entrance without some pomp and circumstances. So before <laughs> we go any further The DDP Yoga Director of Certification. Hello, Hayden. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hi, Hayden. Good? Hi, guys. How are you? Um, oh, I guess I good. should say... Uh, Good morning from where I am, because it's 2 a.m., so it's Thursday oh. morning for me. Goodness it's gracious. Awesome. Yeah. Hayden, Hayden is such a trooper, because like he, he, you know, he's got a day gig. He's, I, mean, you were, I saw you were teaching this morning, and uh, you yep. stay up really late for us here, and uh, it's, it's kind of a, a pain in the ass sometimes, but uh, that's how committed you are to the DDP Yoga community, and uh, thank you for staying up. I, I wouldn't change it. And if you want to know a little inside secret, I actually fall asleep for about an hour and a half on the set, just chilling out, watching some old school WWE network. You know, that's nice. the way it should be. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> oh, well, well, speaking of WWE network, because I want to touch on this real quick, because um, we, we, we've got many people um, who are wrestling fans, and wrestlers especially, who who do you know DDP yoga and it's something I kind of want to touch on because 
I found when I first started doing DDP yoga about five years ago, when I got into this community, I went to the boys that I knew, I went to the wrestlers, and they kind of laughed at me. They're like, you know, they, they were kind of like, you know, that attitude of, oh, you keep the word yoga's in it, so it's all of a sudden some, you know, it's not a wrestler's mm-hmm. workout. It's so crazy to be see it so accepted in, in the wrestling community since then. And uh, as we were talking about with uh, Zach Gowan, I know you had to take that night off. But yeah. I don't know how any wrestler who is currently uh, making a living or otherwise doing professional wrestling can convince themselves not to do this workout because it is such a restorative workout and, and the flexibility will deeply affect you when it comes to injuries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I agree. It, it's, well, from the perspective of the fact that over here I had a, a guy who does rugby and he came and did my class and he said he, he, he found this harder and more beneficial than just doing the standard rugby training that he'd been doing for the last five years of his life. Um, And he was looking forward to I'm waiting to see him again. He came this week for the first time. I'm waiting to see the results of how he feels when he gets back on the pitch, starts playing, because, you know, he already said that he could feel... He was looser in the areas he needed to be looser. As a scrum half, his hamstrings were more flexible. His lower back was working. So the same deal applies when when you're wrestling. You... Especially if you you know you've got to do flips and bumps and you know 450 splashes and things like yeah. that, you got to be able to move. <laughs> That's why I'm really really the grateful position. that Mick Foley started doing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. It's, he's taken a lot of shots, <laughs> so it was really it's really great to see him doing so well. Did you all see his video, yeah. the latest one? I did, yeah. Um, yes. And I saw him on Holy Foley the other day. Yeah. Doing it Which with Dallas. A great show. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. It, it, it really and that's that's kind of what I was trying to, I was getting into is when I've met Mick Foley several times and I got to spend a lot of time with him uh down here in in Raleigh a little over a year ago and he did some promotional stuff for DDP radio and we got an interview with him uh while I was at the show. And we spent like two hours backstage with him, and it was really, really cool. He was very gracious, and he was very cool to Katie, who was kind of a lot of her element in that situation. But he was he was very open to the fact that it works, and he was very open to the fact that it's helped a lot of people. But he was pretty resistant to it when I met him, when I was talking to him. He loves Dallas, but it was one of those things. He didn't think he could commit, and I think yeah. he thought that he was in such bad shape that despite Dallas telling you everyone can do it and it's helpful, I think he was intimidated. So to see that kind of attitude shift and someone yeah. like Mick Foley to be finally embrace it and then see the results. Um, if, if we're if we're talking about DDP yoga when it comes to pain relief and, and how it, you can affect you uh, with injuries, there's no better person to put in the front there and say, look at this guy than Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah. true story. He, he was there. Um, when I was at the PC, he, that's when they came in, did the workout. The videos that you see on the video that's gone out recently was at the same time I was at the PC at the beginning of August. And uh, I got to witness the workout that him and Dallas did. It was outstanding to see because this is a guy, I mean, I've, I've looked up to Mick Foley for a long time. As a long-time wrestling fan, he was the dude that I just, I was in awe of because of what he used to do to his body for us as fans. But also, I also wanted to give him a hug and tell him, you don't need to do that. We we appreciate what you do. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you get the idea. But he, um, I mean, he went through this, like, 35-minute workout with Dallas, and it was just incredible to watch. 
using the chair to help him get up and down. But at the end of it, he made a big deal about the fact that he would struggle to get off the floor. And it would take him, I can't remember the amount of time, but it was a, a, an incredible amount of time, like 10 seconds plus, to get from a laying flat to a standing position. And he managed to do it in what would be classed as like no time whatsoever. You know, a snap of a finger, he got up. Um, and he was also, same thing you said, he was really cordial to Laura. He was great. They were talking about Christmas, obviously, as you could understand, uh, my darling British <laughs> wife and a guy who's obsessed with Christmas. That's what they're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> and then he um, he was really proud. And this is, came across on the video. He was really proud about the fact that he gained two inches. So yeah, he's gone from 6'1 to 6'3 again. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it, I think you do. You touched upon. Oh, so, sorry. Go ahead, Crystal. Oh no, I was just going to say. I think Chris Jericho had a lot to do with that, though, too. You know, because yeah. he kind of he was very vocal. I think at one point, yeah. you know, just saying that yes, I do this, and this is what it's done. And I mean, he, I think he was resistant at first, but the Chris Jericho story was pretty amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jericho well, lends a lot of uh, he lends a lot of credibility to the program to have someone like Chris Jericho who's not you know yeah. he's he's out there every week on TV and like for that guy yeah. to kind of put it over like that is a big deal. But uh, Hayden, you you mentioned something about Mick Foley that I I always it always fascinates me is Mick um, had that quality to him where he's extremely likable and yeah. you'd mm-hmm. see him doing these insane bumps on, on TV. And it was exciting. And as you started to see his body kind of wear down and the injuries start to affect, it, it kind of turned a little bit like, ah, buddy, we don't want to see you do this. It became harder to watch him put himself in those situations, which I know he was aware of. And yeah. you look back at, at that, that, you know, especially that, I, I was watching, there was something on WWE Network recently where that match with The Rock, where he just took those insane chair shots. Oh, and at the time, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, at the at the time it was so exciting, but looking back to that, especially knowing what we know about head injuries and and Mick's problems post career, it's very uncomfortable to watch, especially with a guy that you know, you know, we even if you've never met Mick Foley, most people feel they know him because he just has that likable quality to him, <laughs> and you don't want to see somebody like book. that take that punishment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. and especially when you when you've read his books when you. You've almost lived part of his life through his words because he's so descriptive about what he tells yeah. you in the books he's written. Um, I mean, when he went off about the fact that he understands why people ask him about Hell in a Cell. Yeah, they when he felt through. Yeah, he understands Ugh. why people are so enamored with that. It's the greatest match ever. It's amazing. How did you do this? But what he could never get his head around was why people like the I Quit match because it's just pretty brutal and it's not if you enjoy watching that match as a as a fan and think it's an incredible match he actually I think he's I'm paraphrasing so I won't be correct but he said something along the lines of maybe you need to reassess yourself right if you enjoy watching a guy take 11 chair shots to the head yeah exactly uh, yeah yeah, and, and yeah well, people will often you know, people often you know uh, you know 
glorify the, the attitude era of wrestling. Oh, it used to be so much better, and the PG era sucks. But, you know, pe- people always kind of put that out there, and the Brick should bring back chair shots. To, no, they shouldn't. Knowing what we know about concussions right now, if you're in a publicly traded company or any company that has any kind of moral integrity whatsoever, knowing what we know about head injuries to let your employees or human beings in general to go out there and beat each other concussed with slabs of steel in the head, that's just that's irresponsible and pretty inhumane. It's knowing yeah. what we know yeah. post all of this. I remember yeah, exactly. when I first started talking to Dallas, you know, quite regularly, and I remember we I don't even know how we got on the subject of um, injuries and just being hurt. And, you know, and the one thing that he said to me that always kind of stuck with me is, you know, people always say that it's fake or whatever the case may be. And Dallas said to me, you can't fake gravity. Yeah. That's his big phrase. It's so true. Right. And it's right. It's so very true. You can't fake it. And I feel like, you know, as we get older in general, I mean, I've, I've taken bumps in my life. And I was always overweight. You know, growing up, I was overweight. And I always said that I never felt good. But you never realize how you don't feel good until you get older. Because even at 300-something pounds, you know, in my teenage years and all this stuff, I was a tank. But I could probably run faster than anybody I know. I, I yep. could bounce back from anything but as you get older, I don't care how good a shape you are, certain things are start are going to start to affect you. And, you know, Dallas is one of those people. I lost my, my, my great uncle about a few months ago. This kind of all ties together. Um, and he was 85 years old, and he was in amazing shape. Never got married. He, you know, had a boatload of money. He was an executive for American Airlines, could travel, had houses over the place. And he, him and Dallas were the kind of people that made me realize that you can grow old and not grow still. Because I always, you know, in my mind, growing old meant doctor's appointments and, and just sitting down waiting to mm. die. And I always said that, you know, I didn't want to grow old because just in the experience I had with people. But when you grow, it, it all depends on how well you take care of yourself. My uncle biked 80 until 82 years old, he went to drove into Boston on his bike and went for miles and miles trips. So you do have somewhat of a control over how well you live as you grow older. And I think that's one of the things that DDP yoga, uh, its best qualities is weights. There's going to be a time, I don't care how old you are, where you're not going to be able to lift like you always did. You're going to have certain things that restrict you. DDP yoga is one of those things that are going to be more important as you grow older uh, than anything, and especially the quality of life as you go up in your years. Right, and we've seen firsthand, too, that all those that have, you know, been, had, you know, hard times or they've been really hard on their body, I mean, they can bounce back to a yeah. degree. Yeah. But the yeah. trick is you got to put the work in. And it's really key that it's not just, I mean, we're talking from a wrestler's point of view, but I mean, I mentioned a rugby guy earlier. Um, there's MMA guys out there. There are American football players, any sports person, anyone. It doesn't matter what you do. Even if you go and do CrossFit, there's a reason why you should be doing this sort of stuff. Absolutely. There's a reason why you should be doing DDP yoga because it might be a supplementary workout that keeps you going lifting the big weights at the gym. It might yeah. be something that just keeps you flexible so you can still go and play football 
or soccer or rugby. I can't believe I said soccer. I'm English. I should never say that. <laughs> I um, caught that, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, it, and, and, it, it, there's a reason that you do it. It keeps. I, I get up every day to do it because I know that if I don't, I feel like shit because I'm so broken from what I've done in my past. And yeah. it, mm-hmm. it keeps me. It, it's oil for the tin man. God, I'm coining phrases from Dallas, but it, it really is. Oil for the it, tin man. Yep. It yep. keeps you moving. And I don't care what walk of life you're in, there's a reason that everyone should do this. I'm waiting for the day that we uh, we have another Royal Rumble where there's about 30, um, sorry, around about sort of 70% of the guys in there are doing DDP yoga again. I think it's probably going to be this year. Because, you know, a lot of them are on the books now. It, it's amazing how how it's been so accepted, and especially, you know, I mean, I don't care what we you know. We're, we're not judging anybody, but there was a perception when it came to yoga. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a female driven thing. It was very graceful and rugged. Guys mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. I'll, I'll go as far to say that Dallas has kind of pretty much single handedly uh, erased that perception because we have one of some of the toughest sons of bitches, the most rugged guys on the planet, doing <laughs> yoga and. It's not yoga, but it's DDP yoga, and he's kind of taken the kind of uh, stereotype out of that work. Yeah. Yeah, he really has. I, uh, the other side to this is bringing in the yogi aspect as well, having normal traditional yoga teachers come to a DDP yoga class, and they come because they want to get something a little bit more hardcore, a little bit more strength, sort of engaging, a little bit more core strength work, um, Maybe they want to add some push-ups, so they'll come and do DDP yoga, but then they'll spend the rest of the week, five times of that week, doing hatha yoga or vinyasa. So it's another adding to the yoga world as well. It doesn't have to, even though it's DDP yoga, it's not necessarily yoga. It's appealing to everybody, and you are starting to see it grow in the world, which is great. Yeah, it is great. Mm-hmm. And- it, it busts through so many demographics too. There's no, you don't. We don't have an average-looking DDP yoga person. Like, but there's no, there's no like, uh, you know, average across the board. What an ideal DDP. We have so many different people from elite athletes mm-hmm. to incredibly, you know, muscular women and flexible to 600-pound men to people that can barely stand up. It's so unique yep. in that aspect. I mean, guys like me, you don't see at a CrossFit gym. And I would be, honestly, I'd be intimidated to go to one because I don't feel like I'd fit in. And I think that's the biggest takeaway to this whole program is, you know, other workouts may be all-inclusive, but with DDP Yoga, you walk into a Hayden Walden's class, you're going to see people uh, that don't define a single demographic. It's very open. Right. Yeah. I I can tell you outright that on a Tuesday night I will have a guy who comes, he does capoeira and he comes regularly because it's his flexibility and core strengthening conditioning that he does at DDP Yoga with me. He's ripped, he looks great. I've also got people that are there because they're trying to lose the weight. I've got people that are there because they're over 60 and they're just trying to gain some flexibility back. I've got people there who are there because it's a mum and daughter thing that they can do. So, you know, like you say, there is no standardized image that goes with DDP yoga. Everyone can do it. Yeah, my kids do it. So, yep. you know, it go. it's it's so well-versed. It, it can 
suit anyone. I'm, yeah, you just got to be open to it. Absolutely. We're, we're going to move on here for just in just a second, but I want to put this out real quick. Uh, Hayden, you know Jimmy Cornette, right? I, I don't know, Crystal, if you're much of a wrestling fan. Yeah, I'm a wrestling Cornette, fan. <laughs> Cornette is an opinionated, an opinionated, yes, he's an opinionated guy. He's over there where you are right now. He's over in the UK right now, him and Stacy. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, cool. him and Jim Ross are doing a What Culture, uh, they're calling a show together over there, and he's doing a whole UK tour. Um, for the next oh, couple of weeks, they to, just got there. You need to message me the details of this, and I'll see if I can get to one. Yeah, absolutely. If they're sold out, let me know. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, it, uh, they're over there right now, and, and Jimmy, is, first of all, it's, uh, it's hilarious that he's over there. He is petrified to fly. He is, he, he is openly oh, horrified to fly anywhere, and he legitimately mm-hmm. will drive everywhere. And this kind of ties into the story here. He will drive everywhere. If he's, he doesn't need to take many bookings. He's really done well in his career, and he, he's, all, he's pretty much set. So he books where he wants to go. But if he's doing a trip to New England, he's driving from Louisville, Kentucky, to New England for the event or California. So he's constantly on the road, and he's got really, really bad knees, like really bad knees. Um, if you ever watched Starcade 86, you will understand that. But uh, they yeah, went into took Dallas. A, a bad dump, didn't he? he fell badly. Yeah, he fell right? off the scaffold. Yeah, the scaffold oh. at, yeah. at Starcade. Big, uh, big boss man. Uh, Bubba was supposed to catch him and uh, <laughs> got lost him in the lights. <laughs> oh my goodness! But, um, but yeah, they met Dallas uh, you know, a few months ago um, at, a, at a Louisville Comic Con, and Jim mentioned to Dallas that, that we know each other and stuff. So I put him in touch, and I got them the uh, the information and the program and stuff. And you know, Stacy Cornett has been killing it, and she actually finally got Jim to kind of. Uh, you know, uh, try it out because you know he's constantly with his knees bad, doing all that driving all over the place, and which proves that you don't have to be an athlete. He was a manager; he beat up his body and stuff. But there's so many different people in different walks of life, and I don't care who you are. As you get older, things start to break down. So for someone like Jim Cornette to be open to it, who has notoriously never worked out, like ever, he'll be glad to mm-hmm. tell you that he never works out. It's really gained an acceptance, not in the wrestling community, but in the perception of, of, of people in the world who normally yeah. wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. That's another phrase. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we want to move on here real quick because if you're going to give us a call, 347-994-1216, we're going to be taking calls in just a few minutes. Uh, we have someone on the line uh, waiting to get on, so I'll grab you in just one second. But Hayden, before we do, I want you to talk real quick because – I put this out there in the deep yoga community, uh, the certification uh, board right there. Yes. Hayden is, of course, the director of the DDP Yoga Certification Program, mm-hmm. and he is now part of DDP Radio, too. So this is a great resource because I know there's a lot of people in the certification program to directly you know, get your questions addressed. Um, yeah. So Hayden's on the Yeah. Three four seven nine nine four one two one six. 994 Hayden is, is here if you have any questions. Um, and... We have a couple, not a couple, like quite a few new uh, new DDP yoga certified instructors. Fill us in, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we um, somehow last sort of 10 days, we've managed to get through and certify four people. Um, and I just want to sort of give a big shout out on air to them because it's not often that I get a chance to do this. So um, obviously we've got down at the PC, we've got Shannon, 
and we've got Renee who've gone through, and then um, Angie. We had a bit of an influx of uh, of lady instructors, females going through, um, and there was a lot of girl power love going on, which was great. But in amongst all of that, we also need to give a big shout out to uh, the master of the uh, the red headband himself, uh, Garrett Sakahara, because he also managed to uh, complete the certification. So we got four new certified instructors now, which Yay. is excellent news. Um, and we've had uh, a good influx of people signing up to do the course. So That's the more the merrier. You know, we're growing. I think we're up to sort of 73, 74 instructors now worldwide. It would be nice to sort of get that number up before the new year and see if we can imagine sort of reach triple figures. It would be brilliant. Yeah. That's awesome. Really, really good. Yeah. Congratulations, everyone. That's awesome. Yeah, they did great. It's, it's 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 that's one thing you know we'll, we'll talk about this as we as we move as we go on and yeah. we'll, we'll always keep in touch with the GDP on the certification program and we want to start announcing the, the new instructors too because it really is great and it's great to know where your instructors are locally too because no matter how much you've perfected your GDP yoga uh, yoga game just working out with an instructor it, these people are trained so well and and Hayden and, and Yoga Doc mm-hmm. before they've all just done an amazing job getting people ready and. I, people may get frustrated, but they won't send someone out there without the equipment and the tools to do what they do. And you guys do yeah. such a great job with the program. And if you if you go on to ddpyogacertification.com and you click on, uh, I think it's find an instructor, there's a map and you can click for your local area and see if you've got an instructor close by. And then obviously if you haven't, my answer to everyone who says there's no instructors in my area, well, if you're on the program... Sign up and become the first in your area. Become the first instructor in wherever you are. Because, you know, bragging 73 people worldwide. Yeah, bragging rights. It's awesome. The bragging rights is amazing. <laughs> you know? All right. I'm, I'm going to grab... still nice to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were, like... What were you? The, the first, like, overall... Like, you were, like, one of the first. I know you were the first in the U.K., I was I was first outside of the US. I was um number two worldwide officially, but yeah. Alright, I'm gonna grab this call. Yeah. I don't know I think I might know who this is, but real quick, oh. uh before we get I wanted to, real quick I wanted to talk about this. Travis, our good friend Travis Roberts, you guys all know Travis. Vitamin T, he calls in all the time. Uh big, big fr- uh, friend of the show here. We love him. He recently had yep. some uh, had a surgery at the Mayo Clinic, uh, some vocal problems. If you've ever heard uh, Travis talk, he sounds like a 1970s barrel-chested professional wrestler. And uh, <laughs> I love his voice. He's got, like, the perfect, perfect like, wrestler voice. But uh, he had some vocal stuff go on, and uh, he's recovering right now. And they've got a, a little bit of a fundraiser set up for him uh, to kind of help get him to and from his appointments. Uh, so uh, if you go to Travis's page, I'm sure you'll see... Um, his, his GoFundMe on there, Travis Roberts on Facebook, or you can go to any DDP Yoga message board or Facebook group ever, and uh, you could probably see Travis all over there because he's such a, an important yeah. member of our community. Yeah. So get well soon, Travis. You'll have to call in and check in with us and let us he's, know he's uh, listening. when you get your voice back. Yeah, he's definitely he listening. He is listening? <laughs> yep. He's always he's he's like Santa already. Claus. <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He's like Santa Claus. Uh, seriously, shut your blinds. It's pretty creepy. No. Um, uh, all right, we're going to grab this. I think I know who this is, and uh, let's see. 
Hello, DDP Radio, 907 area code. That would be me. <laughs> is this? I think it's me. Is it? Who's Can this? Can you hear me? Nathan? Yes. Oh. Hey. I, I, how are you, brother? Not too bad, not too bad. I just had a uh, uh, quick question about the DDP Yoga certification with Aiden. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to know, you know, if me being a bigger guy, I still have a long ways to go on my journey. I was talking with my wife uh, not too long ago, and I think I posted something on Facebook about it. But uh, Mm -hmm. I was talking with my wife the other day, and we both were uh, trying to decide if we wanted to go and work towards our certification in DDP yoga. But what we was wondering was, with me still having so long to go on my journey, would right now be a good idea to start? Or is there a time limit of when you need to have it done? How does it all work? Time limit-wise, it's, it, we normally ask that if you're going to sign up and do this, you, you, you aim to try and complete within a year. But that's not enforced at the moment. There's no rules on that, purely because it, it's just, you know, it, it's a extracurricular activity for yourself you're doing it in your own time so mm-hmm. um, I mean I've got to be honest if you want to sign up and do it you sign up and do it what a great sort of transformation story for yourself is you've come all that way and then you get certified you've got your own before and after pictures to show people to recruit clients when you're certified and you can use that story of I'm not there yet you can stand there in front of an audience, in front of a class, and tell them, I'm not there yet. I'm still going. I'm still working. But I'm doing this. I'm teaching you to do this. How cool is that? Does that help? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it helps a lot. <laughs> that's, that's such a great point, Hayden, too. Um, I have, yeah, I have yeah. one of my best friends in the world, uh, Jim Lindsay, who, who lost uh, 200 pounds on Weight Watchers many, many years ago. And he started doing an instructor and he had lost a bunch of weight, but he was still he was still overweight. And people would kind of come in, and they're like, you're going to tell me how to lose weight? You still have, like, 40 pounds to lose, not knowing that he had previously lost 200 pounds. And when you tell someone that story, I don't know about you, but I am far, far from perfect. And I don't relate to the person who's who's has 0% body fat, who doesn't right. have to worry about what they eat, and who can work out whenever they want with no issues whatsoever. I relate to the guy who's been in the trenches with me. And it, it yeah, was a yeah. problem that I faced. Yeah, it was a problem I actually faced on this show because we had Stacy, who was who has gotten to her goal. She just is amazing shape. We had Robert, who's never had a weight problem, and I'm the guy who's constantly struggling up and down, you know, and still struggling. But I ended up mm. finding that people kind of related to that imperfection. Like to have somebody on their team who's who's pushing them to do things that's not just where they are, were, but where they are, and yeah. going through the motions with them. Yeah, it, and you know, from a, from a marketing perspective, when you're selling your class, it's a great option to be like, you've got your before and after pictures, or your before and during pictures. If you're still going through the process, you can you can put those out there and say to people, this is where I started, this is where I was, this is where I am now, this is where I want to be. Are you doing this with me, or are you not? You know, and most people, like Mike says, they're going to sign up. They're going to take that on board. They're going to want to do it because you're already there. Do it. So and I mean, I, I think it's wonderful. We're all a work in progress. Oh yeah, you point. never return. Yeah. 
Never. Mm-hmm. There's and always somewhere else to go. Absolutely. And if you're going through, if you're doing the workouts anyways, and you're you're losing the weight and you're working towards it, might as well get those hours in now. You're still doing the workouts. Might as well push it up. Use it as a little bit of That's incentive. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and obviously the modifications and things are still applicable while you're doing the workout, while you're learning the level one. So you can still do all your all the modifications you need to do. You can still tailor it. Um, you can figure it out as you go. So, yeah, I would say do it. Yeah, me too. Sweet. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, seriously, Nathan, well done, man. Great work. Thank you. Thank Loving you, Dad. Loving your updates and your, your, your videos and everything. It's awesome. Thank you. No problem. Thank You're you. Thank you very much, me. man. For... <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Thank you very no, much. No, thank you for having me on. All right, I'm going to keep you on the line. I'm going to keep you on the line because I don't know if you were listening online, so I'm just going to mute you out, okay? Okay. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, Thanks, man. Nathan, and if you guys aren't, from, if you weren't familiar with Nathan and the DDP yoga community, that guy, you know how he said that there's all different types of, of DDP yoga warriors. Um, he doesn't fit the idea, ideal, you know, the idea of a yogi. Uh, a DDP yoga person. You see the word yoga, and Nathan's one of those guys that's defining the odds, man. He's just he's just working his ass off, and he may have to modify, but he's a warrior, and he's going to modify, and he's going to do, and he's going to get where he wants to be, no matter what. And that guy's killing it. Mike, is he is he still there? Can you just bring him on just to tell, just to sort of say out loud where he started and where he's currently at? Yeah, yeah. Hold on one sec. Let me just. Uh, yeah, if he's there. This is him. Nathan. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. Did you want to hit your up real quick? Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just for the sake of being on air, and uh, and you know we've got some listeners out there that might not necessarily know your story. Just tell everyone where you started and where you're currently at. Uh, I started DDP Yoga back in uh, April of 2015, and mm-hmm. I started out at 681 pounds. Uh, I couldn't even walk to my truck to get to work, hurting. It was it was horrible. And then I saw a video of of Slim, which uh, mm-hmm. inspired me because yep. he was a bigger guy as well. And I, I I told my wife I said this is my chance to do something to to uh, get back, get to where I want to be in my future. And I I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And a year and a half later, I'm now down to 462 pounds, which is a 219-pound loss so far. That's awesome. That's so amazing. And and still going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if people haven't seen your videos, I mean, dude, you you posted one. Was it today you posted the the update or yesterday, last night? I can't remember when it was, but you said about being 219 pounds down. Oh yeah, that was uh, yesterday. That was yes. uh, my strength builder workout. I saw the mm-hmm. Zach and Brian October challenge for yesterday, and I never have done that workout. And uh, I tried it for the first time, and I had to modify a lot. And it was yeah. it was tough. I was, <laughs> I was sitting yeah. there sweating buckets, like oh god. <laughs> yeah, but but was you, it the you know what? Or the class? You did it. Yeah, I did do you, it. You got, you got on the mat and you tried. 
You did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's awesome. So um, I urge everyone out there to try and find Nathan and follow him on Facebook because his updates are awesome. He's one of the guys that every yeah. time I feel like crap and don't want to get on the mat, I watch his video and think, yeah, I'm going to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, thank you. And, and we're compiling... Honor, I... Go ahead, Nathan. Oh, I was just saying thank you. That was an honor to hear hear from you. No worries, man. Not a problem. Yeah, And we're compiling a list of, of, of people in the community that we really want to have on the show and kind of spotlight. And, and Nathan, you're actually uh, at the top of the list, so we're going to grab you shortly to come on and tell your story because I think uh, it's a lot of people who, who don't feel comfortable kind of getting on the mat who think that they're not, you know, the perfect yoga, uh, GDP yoga size. Um, you're, you're, you're proof that you, you can get on there and, and you can work hard and you can get amazing results um, and may not be a, a, a the ideal, the idea of GDP yoga, you know. When people see, like, the word yoga, they, I always picture... And I got to tell you this, when I first started, I would be so intimidated to walk into a class at a gym where the word yoga was on the wall because I didn't look like they looked. And I feel a lot of people have been opened up to this world through DDP yoga and seeing people like you and me and people who aren't the ideal and feel comfortable kind of taking that first leap, seeing someone like us who, who, who don't look like that person inside of that wellness center. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. Like when I when I first all growing up, I've always been big as well. And that same thing, if it came to working out at a gym, I didn't go because the same thing. And when I started DDP yoga and I was like, Oh, here's, you know, I saw the video and a slam and I was like, Oh, here's something I can do at home, you know? And at first I didn't even want to post anything on, on Facebook or any type of site. And I just, next thing you know, I opened (laughs) up, Open up like a book and started sharing everything. <laughs> and it was just—it was crazy how it all took it, how it all just took place like that. Awesome. And, and, and taking those initial initial uh, photos can be can be painful for someone like me. Oh and, yeah, uh, I know that, that. I'm sure that you're probably you're, you're probably uh, glad you did because now 200 something pounds down, you've got those side by sides comparisons, and you're just going to keep going. And those pictures may be tough to take the first time, but man, they're inspiring when you finish. Yeah. Oh, I know it. It's, it shocked me when I put the one. I think I posted it not too long ago, where I took my first initial picture and then put the same outfit on and took the, the recent one. I was even blown away at how much I had lost because, you know, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, gosh, I don't even, you know, you don't see it because you're still a big guy. But then when you put the side-by-side, yeah. it's like, holy smokes. <laughs> Are you following the well, eating plan as well, Nathan? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, I kind of do my own. I, I do phase three, but I kind of do like the extreme. I, I juice a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I kind of... I kind of do more of the Jake the Snake style. I'll, I'll, I juice most of the day, and I eat that one meal. Yeah. And I'll throw in some protein with my juice. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Well, great yeah, job, man. We'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah. For sure. We'll, for we'll sure. be in touch. You. We definitely want to get you back on here. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Uh, Bye, Nathan. There you go, uh, Nathan. 
we're going to have him on, on a future show. And he brought up something that's really, really great, really. I just want to hit on this real quick, and I know that you guys can probably relate because you guys have both changed your body since being in DDP yoga. You know, you probably didn't have as much to lose as someone like me, but um, uh, it's kind of hard, especially with eating. And I heard a great uh, analogy by, uh, not Tom Cruise, what's his name? Uh, Tom Arnold, <laughs> former Mr. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> But uh, he yeah. was on this talk show recently, and he talked about his, his problems with addiction and how he had that. He's, he was a drug addict, and then when he thought he had it licked, he got prescribed some medication for a surgery, went and had that drug problem again. And he said, the biggest battle I fought in addiction mentally was food and, and, and overweight and, and being, you know, you know, having a weight problem. He said, because I think the thing that screwed with me the most part is, like Nathan said, you're with you every day. You don't see the difference. He go, and he said... If I don't take pills today, I'm sober. I've gone from, be, you know, being high to being sober. But if I don't eat today, or if I don't eat crap, like crap today, if I, if I eat really healthy and eat a salad or juice, whatever, I'm still fat. It's a real long-term uh, battle. It's not just I'm sober today. It's, okay, I'm still fat and I work my ass off. It's a real mental game to play. And having mm-hmm. those pictures... Um, it, it's huge because it gets daunting when you're trying to lose a lot of weight and you don't see it on yourself. To be able to pull out those pictures, it's a really crucial uh, mindset to kind of get into to realize that it's working. It's it's kind of messed yeah. up, but just having that visual. Yeah. I think yeah. the same thing applies when you get a little bit further in as well. I mean, and not necessarily with the pictures, but for me, I've always I'm a scale guy. I'm always looking at my weight. And the big thing for me is I I now have, um, again, stealing a DDB yoga phrase, I have my safety zone. So on the scale, I know where I want to be. I'm going to talk in English money for you. But um, if I'm sort of around 12 stone 10 to 13 stone, I'm happy. That's my safety zone. I know that I'm comfortable. But there have been a few personal things going on recently. And... Uh, things have happened and I jumped on the scale the other day and I was 13.4 it's only 4 pounds higher than I need to be but that's out of my comfort zone that's out of my safety zone so that makes me go back into I need to clean up I need to look at what I'm eating I need to work out a little bit more what, what have I done wrong what's going on how can I get this back and it takes a matter of days for you to start seeing the improvement again literally yeah. this morning I was back down to 13 stone I'm at the top of my safety zone again so I know where I work the same deal can be said with your clothes sizes if you want to work on your clothes sizes as well you can buy clothes that feel great when you've lost all that weight you feel fantastic and you don't feel anything changing for a few months and then all of a sudden you'll you'll they'll either be too big or they'll be too small and you know you've got a comparison again so whether it's pictures it's your clothes whether it's a tape measure whether it's a scale it doesn't matter you've always got something to compare always need something there to keep you moving. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, or did I ramble? No, it no, no, that, makes that, sense. Yeah, that, <laughs> that made... It's so, it's it's a perspective. Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, especially when yeah. you've been in, you've been successful, you're now a GDP yoga certification, you've been through all of this, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, a perspective of, like, look at where I've come from. You know, this may have been a shitty week, but, man, look how far I've come. It's really important to kind of give yourself those moments and, and give, you know, you don't want to be cocky and you don't want to be egocentric, but a pat on the back and just acknowledging your hard work is so important mm-hmm. in the mindset of, of, of being healthy. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, perfectly acceptable to be kind to yourself. You kind of have to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like that phrase. I mean, we spend yeah. so much time being our own worst critic. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could just spend a little bit more time saying, you know what, I did good today. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I so, think it's an important step. It's so like funny, that. and especially in, in my life, personally, I, I don't know if any of you could relate, probably not, because I'm I'm pretty much my own beast of an animal <laughs> off here. But <laughs> anyways, uh, my whole life, I'll be the first person who can get up in front of a crowd and kind of frickin' promo of how amazing I am and how brilliant I am, and over-the-top, like, rapper Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali-esque promo, but you corner me and tell me to name something good about myself, and I will... But it's so weird how, like, I can put on this, like, over-the-top front of how amazing I am, but you put me in a job interview and tell me to name my best quality, I'll be like, I suck, you want to hire me. (laughs) But it's also... It's also put me in in kind of the, uh, the place where... I, I've I've been through my career in the radio business for, for 2001. I've gotten ahead in my life. I've done really well. I've gotten to management positions. I've gotten to do amazing things. But in my own psychosis, I think that I'm fooling everybody into thinking that I'm good at what I do. And and even if people tell me I'm good at what I do, I feel like I'm, I'm tricking them, like I, I'm convincing them something that is not. Because in my back of my mind, I feel like I'm a fraud. I feel like I'm not I'm, – I'm fooling them into thinking I'm good. And that kind of screws with me in my weight loss, too, because people will start telling me, oh, you look great, you look, you're inspiring, you know. And it kind of has a backlash effect to me where I'm like, well, you don't know me, you don't know what I really am, because that negativity comes through. And, you know, you don't want to be the guy who tells, you know, tells yourself, like, you know, in the mirror every day how amazing you are and you're better than everyone else, but you need to grant yourself those moments of yep. acknowledging that you've done good, you've done well, and that will propel you forward and as human beings, I feel like sometimes we're our worst enemy when it comes to actually acknowledging our accomplishments. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I first started mine, I was a tad bit obsessed with my scale, going on mm-hmm. the scale and going on the weight scale. Like I, I, it was getting a little out of control. Actually, I was making myself quite miserable, and. <laughs> My sister came over and I said, "Well, I got to do this. I got to do this, and I got to jump on the scale." And she looked at me and said, "This is kind of ridiculous. Like you're torturing yourself more than you actually need to be." So we <laughs> grabbed the scale and we ran it over with my car. <laughs> and you wow. know what? I you don't think. <laughs> I know it's really extreme. I know it's really extreme. <laughs> but you know what? There was a sense of freedom there. <laughs> And it became easier. I did. I totally grabbed my scale and crying, crying into the mirror, smashing it over and over again. Right. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no I know what you mean. Sometimes you need those kind of big demonstrations of like, of, uh, of kind of you know representing <laughs> something towards you. And, right. It's and, like uh, we're not going to take it anymore, and we just right. I figured that I would sooner be a slave to my mat than my scale. Uh, I think I think we're gonna get a call from pets, people for <laughs> people for ethical treatment of scales to call in. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're in trouble now. Oh goodness gracious! Oh, but <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, I've got to admit, I've never uh, done anything as extreme as that. I've well, you know what? It really, it was quite. It's it brilliant. was. It was extreme, but it was really it was cutting the cord, the right? It was, I was going to say the release from that must have been incredible. Oh, it was because then oh. I wasn't chained to jumping on a scale anymore. That's there was amazing. no, there, there was nothing there. I couldn't do it. And to this day, I mean, and this is four years ago, to this day, I still don't weigh myself. Wow. I measure with clothing. Yeah, and that's and, and still, another good way of doing it. And yeah. still to this day, the, the neighbors all make their kids avoid your house at Halloween. It's <laughs> 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 a crazy lady smash the scale. Right? There's the crazy lady. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I get I get kind of like that over food. So, like, yeah, you, like, you threw your scale out, whereas I'll throw food out. If I yeah. suddenly think, this is shit, I don't want this in my diet anymore, if there's a problem, if I feel that I've been eating the wrong thing for too long, we could have an entire entire supply of a certain kind of food in the house, and I'll just throw the whole thing out. Yep. Doesn't matter what the expiry yeah. date is or not. Yeah. It just goes. Clear it yep. all out. Start again. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I kind of did that too. We we joke. We were joking about it, but it is. It, it represents something to you. It represents the destruction of a part of your life that wasn't healthy, and you trying mm-hmm. to get healthy in turn created unhealthy habits. And you know, yeah. we, we 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 laugh about it. We joke, but. To you, that was a representative of the destruction of something that I'm letting go of, and that's a positive thing. It's it's, it's powerful, actually. Yeah, and actually, you know, I'm better. I was better for it. The moment I did it, I was so much better for it. Yep. yep. I can, and, I, and, and I can almost see you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it saw that? Fun. You saw that? You saw that? You saw that news story too, Hayden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's wildest news stories. <laughs> Canada gone wild. Right? Uh, At this stage of the game, I should hours. get a throne too. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, so that was fun. Right? Um, there uh, we go. We're wrapping up a little bit here. Um, we have a call uh, right here that's been holding for a few minutes. Um, it's from an 831 area code. Uh, let me just unmute this here. Hello. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Hi. Hey, Mike, hey, it's Bill. Hey, oh, what's not, going on, not too much, man. Oh, not too much. Just uh, listening to everybody. It's a little bit different lineup. Um, I was actually hoping to just kind of pitch this out there and, and – uh, see what you all think um you know i've been going on the ddp uh different like the website the different like team ddp yoga etc and uh myself a a blind individual there's probably a bunch in the uk a bunch in canada a bunch in carolina um the just the whole entire website is not like workable it's not workable for us as like blind and uh visual visual challenged pe- visual challenged uh, individuals and uh i don't know i was just wondering if you guys knew of like 
who who kind of makes the calls on all that. I'm just throwing that out there as a general topic. If, if you go to the Performance Center website, there's a whole group group of people, um, Nathan and and all those, and Garrett and and, and uh, Chris who who handle all like the the production aspect of things with Steve U. Um, if I'm sure if you email them, uh, they can probably steer you in the right direction of some kind of uh, fix to that. But I don't know honestly. That's not my forte. Um, yeah. But I'm sure they would love to make it as easy as possible for you, and I'm sure they're probably willing to help out where they can. So, uh, yeah, shoot an email if you go to the Performance Center website or ddpyoga.com. I know that that's kind of redundant because you're just telling me it wasn't workable, but um, or, or just call the Performance Center. They have a, they have a, um, someone working there during the week. Um, I'm sure they'd be glad to try to help you out the best they can. They're really good about that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, no I mean, no, that'd be um, – and, too, I've also, you know, I will do that, no problem with the Google search on that. Um you know, you guys have awesome stories, and uh, I definitely need to get on this DDP bandwagon. I've been in support of it for, like, three years, and I've heard mm-hmm. stories, heard videos. Um, I'm friends with, like, a lot of people, and uh, I'm still kind of intimidated a little bit myself because it's, like, I know there's the audio part of it. Yep. And, you know, which I which I would use. But still, I'm just like, okay, do I know if I'm getting the form down correctly? That would be my biggest have enemy you, against my against myself. Whereabouts are you? Um, in the country, are you? Northern California. Northern California. Um, might be worth when you contact the PC, see if there's an instructor in your area who can come and give you a hand. Uh, I helped a, a visually impaired guy for a while and it improved his balance but he obviously needed me around to sort of help him with the positions and what he was doing with his body and uh, making sure he knew where things were like the chairs to support him when his balance was going so if you have if there's an instructor in your area it would be good to get hold of them maybe just for a couple of sessions just to get used to doing what you're going to do yeah a good way to start Uh, off yeah Yeah. definitely and Uh, if I go ahead Mike Oh, and see, that's a great that's a great idea, Hayden. Because you know, the audio will 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 you know push you along. But I think having that kind of context of where you're supposed to be and where the positions mm-hmm. are, having a live yeah. uh, person one on one kind of instruct you on the positions will definitely change your world. Yeah, Billy, yeah, you I mean, on, are you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Facebook. Um, oh, um, can you can you do me a favor? Can you find me if you haven't already got me? Add me. And I'll uh, I'll find out if you send me your details of your city, where you are. I'll see if I can find out if you've got a uh, an instructor nearby. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean because regardless, I even thought about breaking down and just getting the whole program. I'm like, okay, if I get the whole program with the DVDs on the audio, I'm still gonna run into the point of like, you know, not yeah. having the visual stuff there, and. Mm-hmm needing like a actual person to say hey the, the form's this way and yeah yeah you know modify this way because one side's three inches shorter than the other yeah so, exactly i'm yeah. pretty sure you can um you can get just the mp3 version as well but again that'll be a conversation to have with someone at the pc or with robert so yeah definitely know, yeah, down get the downloads 
definitely get in touch with Hayden because I think you know, I know for a fact that just working with somebody one on one will be huge for you because I know you've struggled for a while with trying to connect those two and uh, you know mm-hmm. getting someone locally even if it's not someone if you can't find a local instructor there there's a great community of people that can at least maybe not with a professional uh, instructor but can at least kind of help you kind of figure out your way connect with someone over there mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely. we'll definitely try to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate you calling, man. And uh, yeah, nice uh, keep moving you, forward. It's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring that you're uh, you're you know still going with it. It's 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 yeah. tough, and a lot of us can't understand how tough it might be for somebody who's facing those challenges. So yeah, yeah, and you know what? At one time, you know, somewhere down the road, I'd like to, you know, like you were talking with the other guy previously, you know, just kind of come on, tell my story. You know, whenever that is, mm-hmm. somewhere down the road. Um, Absolutely, man. Just because I, I think there's a lot of interesting people out there that either know of it, haven't been aware of it, or you know, always always could pull something out of it. Yeah, absolutely. True. I I appreciate that. Right. Keep in touch, okay? Let us know. Let us know the progress. And uh, thank you for calling, man. Yeah, you too. Thanks, dude. Nice to talk thank to you. you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. All right, uh, we do have just a couple minutes left. I don't know, uh, we, we had some stuff we were going to touch on before. I don't know if we were able to get all of it in or if you have anything left we have to kind of cover. Uh, no, the only other thing I was going to say is uh, I had the pleasure of um, meeting another instructor a few weeks ago, uh, a few weeks ago, last week, uh, Marcel Doré from uh, Guelph in Canada came over to the U.K. to visit family. And he stopped by one of my classes, and it was great because it's not very often this happens where you get an instructor popping into your own town or you get to go to another person's town and take a class or share it with somebody. And yeah, it was A, really nice to meet him, B, really nice to have a guy teach my class, give me a little bit of a break in the session, and uh, take a back seat for a few sessions. But also, just, you know, someone who I've known through Facebook. I'm I'm a big advocate of this that we meet these people through DDP Yoga through the community online constantly. Um, I mean, I wake up every day. I've got friend requests from people who I I look on their on their mutual friend list, and hopefully they've got someone I know. Maybe they've got about 85 different friends that I know because it's all DDP Yoga related, which is great. Occasionally, I get the odd one, like I posted the other day, which was a, a bot from somewhere who was trying to coach me out of money. But most of them, you know, they're all DDP yoga related. Yeah, thanks, Mike. (laughs) But they they know them online. And yet there's a whole world out there, a way of traveling, a way to get to either retreats or workshops or get down to the PC. Try and find these people. Try and go and say hello. Try and meet them one-to-one in person. The best thing I ever did was get off my backside and go to the first DDP yoga workshop Dallas did in the UK because it was there that I obviously I met Dallas but I also met Will Garland from Wales and Jay Curd was there so a few other names from the UK that are quite prolific with DDP yoga and then the next year he came back and then Tony was there Tony Finbar Smith was on that one as well and a few other people that I now know through the community and then I did the retreat and that's where I met everyone internationally that I'd been talking to for so long and it's the nicest thing because you know these people from 
on Facebook. You know them from Twitter, but suddenly you're sat in a bar talking to them in the middle of Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And I'm referring to you yeah. there, Mike. It was actually quite nice to meet you in person. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the first time I've heard that. <laughs> Usually it's the God opposite. Like, I liked you and I didn't have to be near you. <laughs> but, uh, Hayden, I don't know if it's... it's yeah, we must be meant. This must be meant for each other. We you know when they say like you know, great musicians can kind of like read each other without talking. Because that was what I was going to get into last. <laughs> I had promised Sally um, and, and and Lexi that I'd, I'd, I'd go over the retreat real quick. November fifth through the eleventh, that same retreat where uh, Hayden was saying that he had the unfortunate pleasure to meet my girlfriend that I came going along. <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, I had to be there too. But um, November fifth through the eleventh, uh, yeah, Katie's lovely. Kana Boutique Hotel. Yes, yep. and a saint. I get it all the time. <laughs> but the GDP of the retreat, and it's such an amazing time, and like Hayden said, it's so bizarre because you form these relationships over the Internet, and I was the guy that found it so weird to get to know anybody that I didn't actually meet. Like, I refused to do the online dating, and it really creeped me out. And it still does, too, in effect, you now the television shows that kind of highlight that stuff. But I've actually uh, fallen in love with people that I genuinely care about and am genuinely friends with that I consider close, that I've actually never met in person, which is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the retreat gives a great, a great chance for everyone to come together, and you never know who's going to show up. Uh, I was there, Dustin Rhodes came a couple years ago, Hayden sat at the bar chatting music with Chris Jericho, and that, yeah. you never would have expected that would happen in your life, did you? No, I never thought I'd get the chance yeah. to tell Chris Jericho that I thought his books were nearly as funny as McFoley's, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, it provides such a unique and not even mention Diamond Dallas Page like it, it, sometimes we take that for granted I know all of us work with him and, and communicate with him on, on uh, regularly but my dad shipped over a crate of wrestling stuff that was in my parents bathroom, basement from when I was in high school and I mm-hmm. picked up this car that was had Diamond Dallas Page's logo on it and you sometimes like I said you take that for granted but you push yourself <laughs> You put yourself back into the, like the, the the kid, and you're like, wow, I'm 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 working with my heroes. I'm talking to my heroes and stuff. So the DDP Yoga Retreat's a great chance to kind of really kind of humanize everybody and put a face and a feel to their online conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, November 5th through the 11th, 2016, for all the information, hit up ddpyogaretreat.com, and I can't recommend it enough. I absolutely and, uh, agree I, with everything you just said. Absolutely. I think that does it for this week. And uh, real quick, next week, we have a special show. As you know, Nancy Guberte comes on every quarter. That was kind of Stacy's deal. She kind of put that together and really kind of led the conversation because Nancy has so much to talk about. So coming back after leaving for three weeks, and she's already making her triumphant return, so you didn't even get a chance to miss her. How's that? We can... Welcome back, Stacey Morris. We we got the goods. We got the good stuff. Stacey's coming in. Nancy's coming in. And uh, it's going to be a fun show next week. And then I didn't tell you guys this, but the week after that, I was going through the stats on our show here on DEP Radio. And not next week, but the next week is the number 300 show wow. we've done oh, wow. on DDP Radio. So we're we going to try to put something together for that. Yeah. yeah, and when we started doing this show, and I say we, meaning I had nothing to do with the start of the show, uh, when <laughs> Dallas started this show, it was a really, it was it wasn't a real medium that was kind of explored. You know, the online radio wasn't really a thing. So, like most things, Dallas kind of got ahead of the curve on that thing. 
and now we're 300 episodes in, so that's pretty special. So we're going to talk about that next week and the next week as well. Um, and until next week, thank you guys so much. Thank you for staying up late, Caden. No problem, my friend. I'll speak thank to you, you. Thank and you, you, Crystal. Thank you, guys. Uh, yes, and thank you. Thank you, Crystal, for putting up with these two knuckleheads all night. You uh, know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. All right. Thank you guys so much, and until next week, we'll be back with Nancy Gaberte. As always, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, itunes.com. Uh, the DDP Radio, you can search for it on the podcast. And Hayden at ddpradio.com, send in your questions. I forgot to hit that, but I'll do it next week um, a little harder. Um, get all your questions in there. Until next week, uh, thank you guys so much. And remember to never, ever, ever, ever give up. See you guys. Bye. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.